It is Sunday night. It's January 21st, 2024. Brand new episode of the Kicking Out Podcast streaming live on our YouTube channel, on our X or Twitter page, whatever you want to call it, and on our Facebook page. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube, if you haven't Ding. already. We're running a little late. We made our fans wait. They're already commenting. I'm Tanner Lee. Shep's in the house. Paul's in the house, the wise man. Shep just wants to be in a gang. I just, want to, I just want to be in a gang. <laughs> bang, bang, well, scissor gang. That's what we're talking about tonight. So, Or the Mama Wang gang. Or the Mama Wang gang. No Mama Wang this week on TV. I know. What's up with that? I know. Shep was very depressed. Shep, very Shep depressed. had her occupied. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> She was, she, yeah. she was out keeping me warm here in the Midwest. Well, that's good. You needed it this week with those frigid yeah. temps. Yeah. Do you know I, I, what else keeps Shep warm, don't you, Tanner? What are we drinking that? tonight, Shep? Oh, uh, I, I got a pre- Hold on. I got a surprise. Hold on. <laughs> we like surprises on the podcast. I figured he already had his alcohol sitting right beside him and, and would be like, yeah, this keeps me warm, too. This shit's probably going to kill me. <laughs> Woo! 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 <laughs> Look at the face. He's not excited. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not an energy drink fan at all. When I see at the bottom it says mushroom blend dietary supplement, I'm like, this well, I literally, on their website, they show you every mushroom in it. Like There's a picture like of the 12. mushroom. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. I got an idea. Hold on. Uh, at least we come prepared i mean my drinks you know right here beside me yep i got the old faithful coors original also got a water no we gotta keep hydrated i almost had a uh a shot of fireball with me tonight that would have been nice you may do that next weekend I, I, heard the ice, I, 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 heard, I heard the ice. I heard the ice moving around. So, okay, all right. So we'll, we'll, we'll give it a we're gonna give it a fair shot here. Okay, we're gonna. Which flavor is a chef? Which flavor is yes, it for everybody out there? Strawberry banana. Strawberry banana. The woo. Ric Flair's energy drink. And if you don't like it, learn to love it. According to, to the slogan on the back. <laughs> wow, that's pretty. That's pretty right up to the point. Um, actually, like if you look at the back, it is like. It's only 30 calories, only six grams of sugar, which is really light for a energy drink. And then a bunch of other, other shit I can't pronounce. Oh, boy. Down the hatch it goes. It can't be worse than that blue stuff you drank, that moonshine. That we oh, drank. well, that was, I, that caught me off guard. I didn't realize. Like, I had the red, the red flavor the week before, and it was just like nice, fruity. That shit was straight gasoline, and they talked about it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wow, he went in. Not even just a sip. That's fucking awful. <laughs> Three forty-five, and we're already hitting the E. Oh, right, well, I got it a little. All right, so let's put a little of that in there. Some ice on it. Ooh, he's oh. oh. When Shep doesn't show up for work tomorrow, we apologize. So I give it a I give it a little stir. For everybody listening, that's a little vodka pour in with the energy drink. 
Mm-hmm. God, this is salute. You know, I'm so glad Dax did uh, alcohol reviews on his podcast because that started all of this. <laughs> that face. That's, that's awful. <laughs> Even vodka didn't make that is awful. Like who? Seriously. I mean, I know his taste buds are burned from all the tequila Ric Flair has drank over the years. But to think that tastes good. Oh, well. so glad I didn't order myself any yet. Well, you don't. Yeah, you don't have to, hey, you don't have to, Paul, because I got uh, uh, five cans that I'll deliver to you tomorrow. In the All day. right. You can. All right. All right. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll do a taste test next weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I should too. I feel like I should too. I'll, oh, I'll not much. Just up. watching. Just watching Shep uh, make awful faces at the Woo Energy drink he just tried. Yeah. I mean, I'll. I'll I'll keep one and give it to you Friday morning so we can both try the same one on Sunday. Sounds good, Paul. There you go. M- mushroom blend, too. <laughs> All of them are. Yeah. Well, oh. I well, wish they were, after tasting that shit, they better be psychedelic. Well, well, the Woo Energy drink might not have been good, but, uh, oh, we lost we lost Paul there. No, this but this the, the Old Faithful still good, and it's going to have to, like, clean the palate here for a second. Old Faithful is good, and I thought AEW had some good programming on this week. Hey, I thought uh, you hit that right on the on the head. I thought Dynamite was great. Collision was great. Rampage was above average than I, I than I would expect from a Rampage. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think, I think here in the last twenty days. The storytelling all of a sudden has just become a priority instead of just throwing. We still get some random matches, which I don't hate, um, but it's just like it's like something's awakened TK. Um, maybe he changed suppliers for white candy. I don't know. First coffee. First coffee. It's coffee. Oh, coffee. I mean coffee. Yeah, yeah coffee. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> It's 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 awesome to watch. It's great television, um, and and I think next week is already built up to be a banger of a week. I mean, yeah. oh if, yeah. If you would have asked me six months ago, are we going to see Adam Copeland versus Minoru Suzuki? <laughs> I would have told you you drank way too much mushroom blend energy drinks from Ric Flair. You were smoking his Ric Flair drip. Oh yeah. But guess what? Yeah. Next next Wednesday we get that match, and, and Copeland cut a really good um, promo for it too. Is on their social media today, talking about five years ago. Couldn't imagine this match. He just he said he was getting goosebumps thinking about it, and they're just going to beat the crap out of each other. And it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. And then I also read a thing where he he wants to have a match in the Tokyo Dome yet. Mm-hmm. He wants to go down in the, a couple big arenas in Mexico yet, and he's toying around the. Uh, the G1 next year. Yeah. He's, he's like, giving his all for one last run. I mean, hats off to him. Hats off. Yep. 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 But uh, hopefully Paul will be back on joining us. He, uh, he said, oh, I've decided to go ape shit. He said, he'll be yeah. right back. So <laughs> happens. It happens. It but happens. 
we were talking about Adam Copeland. Uh, one of the guys that uh, is always talked with him because he's his main rival right now, former best friend, Christian Cage. He opened Dynamite this week, defending his TNT championship against Dustin Rhodes. I thought this match was really good. Dustin can still go, man, for his age. Well, here's one thing, and I listened to Mark Henry Saturday morning on Busted Open, and, and he made a comment. He goes, look, these are just two veterans. They're in great shape. They know how to get the crowd involved. They know how to tug at their emotions. And on top of that, they know how to wrestle. Right. And he goes, you combined all those two. And no matter those two really didn't have a, a past right now, kind of a match he threw together, but they still brought it. They still went, would they go 15, 18 minutes probably? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was great. I have one. I had one little thing, and and it, I've never called into busted open. I always thought about it, but I don't have the patience to wait on on their telephone lines. And I and and I kind of wanted to ask this. I wanted to ask uh, a bully, especially, but I'll ask you guys. The first false finish we got was um, Dustin putting Christian in the crossroads, mm-hmm. and Christian kicking out. And I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I am here. Does it? Does it hurt the crossroads for Cody going forward, knowing that it's getting kicked out on the other show? Mm. And and I'm pretty sure Cody used it first, then Dustin used it, right? Dustin didn't use it back in the gold dust days and stuff, right? Not that I remember. I just remember the Shattered Dreams. Yeah. Um, I know he had another move too, but no, I think, I mean, I've seen Dustin use it at other times, even when Cody was in AEW. I think Cody used it first. So... So I, I kind of wanted to, you know, those guys that that uh, know they've uh, they've forgot more about it than than we'll ever watch or, or learn. But I, I just feel like all of a sudden you're using Cody's finish on another program and it getting kicked out. And and, yeah, and yes, people people kick out when Cody uses, but it's Cody's finisher. We're, we're having somebody else use this guy's finisher. And I know they're brothers. But it's it's the competition all of a sudden, and you got a guy that's trying to ride the rocket to the moon right now, right? And his finisher is getting kicked out of on on the other on the other show. I don't know. I think I think there could be a discussion there, right? There's definitely a discussion. I'll lean towards no. It doesn't it doesn't impact it, but this is definitely definitely good for debate. What do you think, Paul? I I don't think it hurts it too much. Um... Because, again, it got kicked out of a lot when Cody used it, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, it, it. but I thought this match was fun. Fun opener. Uh, Kill Switch got involved. We saw Nick Wayne get involved. Heck, we saw Nick Wayne take a Canadian Destroyer on the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mama Wayne sent me a text. His, his x-rays were negative. All right, that's good. That's yeah, good. I, I'm I'm in the group. I'm in the family group now. Glad you don't have to help pay for any hospital bills. <laughs> Hell no, he ain't on my insurance. That's good. He's that's good. Now. That's true. That's true. Uh, but in the end, Christian gets the win. Um, uh, hit a spear and a kill switch, which he's still calling it that, even though he's calling his partner kill switch. The uh, his move's still called the kill switch. So, um, yeah. Christian defends it, but uh, good effort by Dustin. I'm glad we're seeing Dustin on TV more again. Yeah, 
Especially because I think he said 24 was going to be his last year. He did mention that one time. So I don't know if he still plans to make it his last year or not, but it was a fun match uh, that we saw Swerve backstage tell Renee that people are talking about him the most out of the Continental Classic. Makes him the most dangerous man going after the AW World Championship. But uh, he, he does put over Adam Page as a wrestler. And I lo- what I loved about this was when Renee mentions Adam Page, Swerve's demeanor changed. Instantly, mm-hmm. instantly love that. What's with the What's with the eye makeup? I think I texted you guys this. It looked He's like been doing that for like a month. I, I don't I, know. I, I maybe this is the first time I've ever noticed it, but and then and then later in the show when we saw him walk out on the side of the ramp, it looked even more. I don't, yeah, I don't dark. know. I don't know why he's doing it, but he's been definitely making it heavy maybe, lately. Maybe he got misted by uh, the House of Black. Maybe. Well, if, if that's going to happen, I hope it's Sky Blue Miss Me. She can do that all day long. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, any thoughts about the uh, uh, best? Well, before we got to the best friends, uh, Pinta and Commander match, Jericho was shown backstage. Um, I think they tried to drown out the booze again. Uh, said Don Callis' family took away the AW Tag Team Champions with him from him and Sammy. Then he's interrupted by Matt Sedell. Said this isn't the Jericho he knows. He suggested they need a match, so they set up a match for Rampage. Uh, Jericho's starting to become a Rampage regular in the ring. He is. Yeah, and I, I, I watch. Actually, I watched this match on Rampage, and it was it was okay. Um, I'd rather have Jericho on commentary for an hour than have a match. But. Yeah. Uh, Majin here on uh, Swerve. He's, he said he won't sleep until he has that title. Could be that, or he could be doing it to appear more dastardly and evil. And then he asked, did you catch the WWE nod in that promo? Yes, Jericho said he could be born for this. Yeah, happened born. Yeah, yeah, clever, Jericho, clever, clever. Um, I, I, don't, I didn't have a lot of thoughts about the best friends tag match against Penta and Commander. Um, Orange and Trent went over in the end. I don't think that was a surprise at all. I think it was more what we saw post-match was the big takeaway for me. Uh, we saw the Undisputed Kingdom of Taven, Bennett, and Strong come down. And Roderick's questioning why Cassidy worked in a tag team match rather than defending his title, which is a good point. Orange is his first ring as Continental, um, the Continental Club, or not the Continental, Jesus, the international uh, champion. He uh, defended all the time. And now we're mm-hmm. in the second ring. We've barely seen him defend it. Um, so Roderick's wondering if he's got nothing left in the tank or if it belongs to him and, and Cassie can't face it. Uh, Cassie says he's got it and will face him right now. But Roderick says, no, I'll have to wait until revolution. I love this. They're, they're putting another match on the card six weeks in advance. So now we're going to mm-hmm. actually get some storytelling to provoke or prolong this feud leading up to Revolution. I mean, we haven't got that besides the AW World Championship, I don't think, at all for any of these secondary titles. Well, no, no. then you then you're gonna see you're gonna see a mat you're gonna see a trios match there. Okay. Uh you're gonna see maybe Orange versus Taven. Orange mm-hmm. versus you know, you're you're mm-hmm. gonna see a mix up there. So you're gonna see them on television and there's gonna they're gonna have different matches and they're gonna have different finishes and it's it's all gonna jive and, and mesh together. So Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's six guys there, 
um, that can go. Uh, I know we haven't seen the Kentucky gentleman in a while. He's just in his track suits and his face beat ass red. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, and there's some talkers in this group as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I can't stand Roderick Strong on the mic, but guess what? He's doing his job. He's, yeah. he's, he's making, good in the ring too. Yeah, he's great in the ring, but he's making me not like him. I I want to I want to. It's nails on the chalkboard when I hear his voice, and he's doing his job. I think I think I think Taven and Bennett are underrated. Like I think those oh, guys. Yeah. Um, I remember watching Ring of Honor when when Taven had his little World Championship run, and it was good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Like you said, we got what six weeks, right? Yep, yeah, March third. Um, that's that's a while. That's a while mm-hmm. in AEW's eyes. That's that's yeah. a, that's years. Yep. Um, so with with all the television they have, uh, it'll be uh, it'll be good to see. <laughs> Majin with the Adam. Comment. And I I don't know. Maybe it was just me, but the way the Kentucky gentleman was acting post match. I was almost hoping he was going to turn on the best friends and join the undisputed kingdom. If anybody's going to join it, it, Trent. If anybody, it better be Trent oh, yeah. heel, if any of them. Because because we, we've we seen him more on TV. We've seen him take more losses. Um, he, he's gone through more shit um, than uh, – what's what's his real name? Kentucky Gentleman's real name. Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. Chuck T, yeah. We, we've, we've seen – Trent go through way more, way more frustrating things. Um, if he had, if anybody had a reason to turn it, be him. Yeah. Um, uh, plus, he carries a little more clout to to take to that faction. Which right now, you got you got to have a little clout to be in that faction. That's a that's a higher up faction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, see, Hangman backstage, and I like this. I like what we're getting with Hangman. He's he's dressing more edgy now. You know, kind of more aggressively. We don't see the flower print anymore on him. We're seeing just this rugged cowboy look. He's got the beard of a Western cowboy, and he's saying nobody cared more about the AW World Championship than him. Uh, he wanted to win the title, but in 2024, not only does he want to win it again, but he wants to hold it and keep it there. He doesn't think about swerve at all, but he says it doesn't matter if Smojo's the champion. So, even though he's owing to for against Swerve, he said he doesn't think about him. You know, he may have the beard of a Western cowboy, but he's got the stash of Magnum TA. Yeah. yeah. So so many online comparisons of those two guys. Yep. And <laughs> right on another cue, one. Majin says that's Magnum TA reincarnated, damn it. <laughs> uh, up next, really, really emotional part of the, of the show, and I thought this was very well done by AEW. It was the one-year uh, passing of... Jay Briscoe, so we see Mark Briscoe come out, um, recalled uh, them telling his oldest niece that she'll never walk again. Then his oldest niece appears behind him walking. He says they won't stop because they can't stop. He says a family thanks everyone from the bottom of their hearts. And they show a really good monologue that they showed last year, looking back on the life of Jay Briscoe. Yeah, I, I noticed that, you know, he. this was the first time I've seen uh, – uh, Mark get a little emotional, a little choked up. Mm-hmm. Even even watching the funeral, I remember watching the funeral when he got up and spoke. He didn't he didn't really choke up, um, but he got a little choked up here, uh, especially when he talked about his niece. And when when she came around and started walking on stage, she, you saw her walk a little bit, and the camera went away. 
and then the camera came back when she was there. And I, th- I think the reason they did that, I said, I think she saw as, you know, she needs a little assistance. She had a little bit of a limp or whatever, and they didn't want to show the mm-hmm. weakness or whatever. But mm-hmm. either way, it's a freaking miracle. She's doing that good, and it's awesome. So, Yep. Yep. It was a really well done, really heartfelt moment there. Um, uh, Majin said, he, he will come before he says, I'm going to need him to never do that again. That little pause scared me. Well, oh, yeah. Just, yeah, because he was like, they said my niece would never walk again. Yeah, and then, and then they moved. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, did she end up passing from her injuries, too? Well, no, I remember I remember some of the reports, you know, that were a month or so after the accident and when they were released at home. And um, there were there were some reports there that, you know, she was on a walker and, and, and stuff like that. And then you, it just kind of went away. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, the first week after that, the initial reports were not good at all. Um, so, uh, yeah, just awesome that, you know, cause she's a teenage girl and she can, yeah. uh, she can still, you know, live a, a, a life and uh, with some quality and, and, and move on from the, from an awful tragedy that she was a part of and, and, and try to get any positive out of it can because of, of who her dad was. Mm-hmm. Well said. Uh, next up backstage with Renee Paquette, we saw the young bucks. Uh, man, I, I, I like this. I like, I like the direction they're going. They, they're demanding more respect. So they want to be called Nicholas and Matthew Jackson, which that popped me when he said, we want to be called by our actual names. Cause I'm thinking, are they going to go by the Masseys now? Not the Jacksons, but he's yeah. he said Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. Well, they, they said, they said we're EVPs and we're, you're going to show like that kind of respect. So the only thing I could think of is, is this this character they're coming back as? Is this a, is this a slap in somebody's face? Like, oh, I definitely I think it's a little bit of a slap. Yeah, yeah. Like we're gonna yeah. be the EVPs. You're gonna show us the respect because we run this place and and this is how it's gonna go. Yep, I, I think and, they're leaning into that. And I can I can get behind a heel bucks way better than a face bucks. I agree. Mm-hmm. So they're they are damn good heels. I agree. Yeah. He said they're gonna do. They would go and do everything over again to ensure that AEW exists because they're talking about you know none of the rumors people write about are true. But what if what what would you do to protect your your baby if it were true? He's talking to Renee and uh, you know they he said they used used to use the term change the world. They were rebels at the start of AEW, uh, but somewhere along the way they lost their way, or somewhere along the way they lost their way. Tox- toxicity leaked into the locker room. There's your shot, according to Matthew. That's because they leaned on yesterday's cancerous superstars. He says Sting is none of those. He's a role model employee and one of the greatest of all time. They wanted to change the world, so they need to say goodbye to Sting and everybody likes Sting. They they never asked anyone to do anything that they're not willing to do themselves. Nicholas says they'll pull some strings as EVPs, then they leave. What I and what this reminded me of is I know we already talked about Dustin earlier. You guys remember when AEW was starting before double or nothing, Dustin and Cody hyping up that match. Cody wanted to kill the attitude era. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this reminded me of a little bit, saying, you know, Sting's the last one. We gotta get rid of. Well, Jericho too. That's true. That's true. Get rid of Ed, get rid Jer- of Jericho, Ed, uh, Copeland, Christian, and Sting, and then the Attitude Era is dead. Right, right. No, you, you but, still got. Uh, well, you said yeah. You said Christian. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But 
but I, I liked it. I thought it was good stuff. I think it's a total change of their character. I know they came back uh, before they originally wanted to, just for this feud with Darbeen's thing. So, um, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, we saw the ROH World Six-Man Championship switch hands. Uh, Shep called that one on last week's podcast. Gates mm-hmm. of Agony and Brian Cage, the, the face-painted Ripped Brian Cage, that's Shep's favorite. Uh, they lost the trio ship chip to Jay White in the guns or Bullet Club Gold. So Bullet Club Gold are now the rightful title owners for the world six-man championship for ROH. And the, the, the best part of this was after the fact, uh, the next day when they released some backstage promo work um, <laughs> where they got rid of cardboard Switch switchblade Jay. Why he gone? Cardblade. Cardblade gone. Cardblade gone. gone. Um, and they introduced. And I got, I'm gonna botch this right. Um, they introduced. Was it? Help me out here. Was it rock card? Rock card juice box. Juice box. That's right. It's either yeah. Rock is it rock? I don't know. Either way, it was great. It was a great promo. Um, and and obviously Juice Robinson on the shelf injury, um, which those that that faction is not as good as uh, without him, right? Um, that guy is a million bucks, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, great great backstage segment, great way to introduce the new uh, the new uh, cardboard cutout of uh, <laughs> Juice Robinson. Oh, good stuff. These guys. They make things get over pretty good. So, um, we saw Adam Cole, the devil himself, and Wardlow backstage. Cole's claims Wardlow will go down as one of the best of all time in AEW. Says Wardlow will run through everyone until he becomes world champion. Wardlow well, just nods and then he goes boom. Well, he says he'll 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 do great running through everybody, become world champion, then hand me the belt. Yeah. And then yeah. Warlord had that just shit eating grin on his face, and he said boom. Yep. Which, if for some reason, you know, six, seven, eight months down the road, if some reason Warlow does win that belt, he's not giving it to Adam Cole. And these little smirks and stuff like that setting that up. Yep. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Batista and Evolution. Yep. And I was a big Batista guy growing up. So, up next, we got Deanna Perrazzo against Anna Jay and, and, I know it's only it's early 2024, but this is one of the best things AEW's done in a long time is the signing of Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna Perrazzo is awesome in, in the in, in ring, but what made this segment was who was on commentary. <laughs> Timeless Tony Storm. Oh, my God. With with her talking to Rick, uh, uh, Rick Abani, <laughs> basically Penny saying, him. yeah, and saying you're a clean-shaven Tony Schiavone, and it wasn't even him. It was so, so good. And then her getting on Luther Luther's uh, uh, shoulders and cutting a promo and throwing her shoe at the same time, like I'm telling you right now, with MJF out of the company, okay, whether he's in Connecticut or on the shelf, whatever the hell he's doing, right now your best mic work is Tony Storm. She's pretty good. And right now, it's the best. There's there's nobody better than her right now. Maybe maybe you get a pissed off Eddie Kingston. But when you're talking gets her point across and has some comedy in there, you know, the, the chin up tits out thing. Great. Watch the shoe, you know, watch out for the shoe. 
Well, and the best part is the camera work, which lacks in AEW, okay? But the camera work was perfect this time because the camera was off of Tony on Deanna, and she says this, and you see the shoe come flying in out of the corner of the screen. It was great. It was. It yep. worked out well. And then and then Deanna didn't know what the hell to do. She picked the shoe up and threw it back at her. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be a fun feud to revolution with these two. Yeah, great, great segment. Yep, the only... The only thing I had negative about this segment, and this is just nitpicking. Tony said Wait it was it. time for a commercial break. And that's why she went to the chin up tits out because uh, that's her go-to for commercial breaks. Well, yeah, she, thinks she, she thinks she runs the, the show. So the they should have went, yep. they, they went to the commercial break. So she's the boss. Yeah, Majin hitting on something I wanted to bring up. To those uh, so-called fans who have tacked uh, Deanna for her body and that, post a picture of yourself first, you cowards. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. People attacking her, so, and then she posts, a, I'll just say, a really nice photo of herself <laughs> on the beach on social media. And I just, man, yeah, so many keyboard warriors out there. So many people are tough on social media. And it's that stuff can really be damaging to a person, especially a female. It is. You know, Mm-hmm somebody in the spotlight um, and let, let's be honest the the female wrestlers sometimes they wear some revealing ring gear okay but the people that bitch about it are the people a like he like he said won't post a picture on it um or they look like they look like me <laughs> okay i mean i look pretty good in my ftr shirt yep, you know, yep. best tag team in the world but i'm not gonna say that mark stuff, but yeah yep yep my name's Austin, but uh, you can call me Mark. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, it, it goes to the point, and it, it Twitter's bad because I think I, f- I feel like most of professional wrestling is is uh, on Twitter, right? All the comments and stuff. But like, I look in in my everyday life, like take professional wrestling. I look in my everyday mm-hmm. life in the business world of what adults and we're talking adults and, and I, I guess I'm an adult now, you know, I'm 41 years old. I act like a 15 year old. Okay. Whatever. I'm very immature for my age, but I look at like what people in their thirties, forties and fifties put on Facebook. Uh, when they, when they talk about people, when they talk about schools, when they talk about sports teams, anything there, the, the, the internet, social media is so fucking negative and people just, they just think they can say whatever they want because they're hiding behind a phone, an iPad, or a laptop, and it's awful. I made a comment the other day. I think once once you graduate college, you can have Facebook, but you shouldn't be able to fucking comment on it. Okay? You can watch it. Watch your grandkids and watch your other kids and your family across the world, right? That's fine. But you shouldn't freaking comment on it. You should not be able to talk about shit. Anyways, that's my rant. Let's talk about wrestling. You're going to get me all <laughs> pissed off at an adult that hide behind Facebook and Google Google reviews and all that bullshit. Anyways, Dina Perrazzo, awesome wrestler, very attractive lady. Keep your head up. Keep doing what you're doing. Yep. Fuck everybody else. Well said, uh, Shep. Get yourself another Woo Energy drink. I think you need no, no. God, they're awful. I'm still. It's still an aftertaste lingering. Must be the must be the shiitake. Shiitake mushrooms. Shiitake. Oh, and 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 Majin. It's not a neck beard. It's the chin. It's the chin. It's the chin. Chin beard. We're going to get you a top hat, Paul, and we're going to call you Amish Paul. I, it's, it's, <laughs> you, keep, you keep threatening it, and I still don't have one. 
Where Paul, it's not Paul Zartman, it's Paul Yoder. <laughs> can you make they're hellacious carpenters? I mean, you can make me a nice cabinet or something. <laughs> there you go, uh, Paul. New new gimmick for you. FWF yes. right there. There you go. You start coming uh-huh. out with a two with a two by four and a saw. <laughs> Maybe a nail gun. Well, no, wait, shit. They don't have electric shit, so you have to have a, a hammer and a nail. <laughs> we'll get you some cargo pants. A work belt. I wear cargo pants. Damn it. <laughs> well, so we you're can, already there. Get yeah, there. you're already there. You're already living your gimmick, man. Oh, I love it. Love it. Oh well. Uh, well that's fine. I love it. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be a lot hey, worse. Hey, my gimmicks. I, I play a short earthquake. So you know, <laughs> I'd be just. I'm the same size as the earthquake, but I'm just short. So. Uh, well, uh, this other match I want to discuss on Dynamite before we get into the main event. Rabbit this is my holes. type. Rabbit holes. This is my type of. This is my type of match. Private Party versus Top Flight. I enjoyed this match a lot. Tanner, you like this match because if you were in the ring with these guys, you might be the heaviest guy in the ring. And Wait, I'm the one who can't jump like these guys either. <laughs> and was this was this the match? And I think. I was about 20 minutes behind you guys watching this. Was this the match Tanner text and said, get him some pants that fit? That was Paul. Okay, that was Paul. They Were were they extra big this week? Yes. Holy shit. I mean, I think I could have fit in them damn things. Yes. Just a second. We got to answer this. Paul, you want to take this question? Majin? Uh, yeah. FWF, Functified Wrestling Federation. It is a uh, indie promotion league based out of uh, Warsaw, Indiana, um, headed up by Brian Johnson. No, not the lead singer of ACDC. And I happen to be a part of that as uh, a manager by the name of Rip Ryerson Jr. I'm back and I'm going to be causing a hell of a lot of chaos, taking down all the good guys. Love it. Love it. Love it. I haven't followed Paul's. Is FWF's champion still old boy that's, uh, uh, oh, he worked for ROH there for a minute. Then he started doing some NWA stuff. What's his J-Rock? name? J Rock? J Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J Rock. Is he no. still a champion? No. Uh, Brandon Day is current champion. Yeah. I'm not, a, I like the night better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> but uh, private party, good one for them. Okay, yeah, back to back to. Yeah, back around. Complete complete tangent there, rabbit hole there. Sorry. Yeah. Dinner. It's all right. It's all right. I'll get back on track here. But uh, they they did they did they didn't get the win cleanly. They got a little dirty. As Mark Quinn rolled up Dante and grabbed the ropes for the advantage. Did he though, or did he fall into them? He said he fell. The, he fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd liked this match. Crowd loves private party. Everybody gets into their shot, shot, shots. I mean, who, who, doesn't, who doesn't like shots? Let's be honest. It's true. It's true. Good stuff. Good stuff. And then before the main event, we got a video package from Darby and Sting. Darby's claiming it's about all the finish, the story for, Dar- for Sting. 
they want to end as world tag team champions. Didn't see that coming. I had another issue with this. The 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 finish the story is is getting a little worn, way too much. A little worn out. It and it just I feel bad for Cody, okay? Cause you know, I, I think there's gotta be some professional courtesy here. When you start a gimmick and it's yours, nobody else should take it. You know. Now you got Drew McIntyre wanting to finish the story. You got CM Punk wanting to finish the story. Yada, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So now you got a guy that more than likely was, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. You got a guy that worked with Cody in AEW and Darby. And he, and, and he shouldn't say that. Is And I'm a Darby fan, I, even though I think he's going to be in a wheelchair and by the time he's 30. Darner broke his neck about a week ago. Yeah, and that and that was that didn't look as bad as half the shit he does. Um <laughs> I understand you want to finish with Sting, okay? But you, there, there's a different way you can word it than saying, "Hey, I'm going to finish the story with Sting and we're going to have the belts." Yeah. It's just nowadays, especially especially now because as of Saturday, it's going to be official WrestleMania season, right? After mm-hmm. Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. So you're 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 in the hot point of wrestling right now. I just think he needed to word it differently. Okay, nothing yeah. against nothing. I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he's out there doing it maliciously. Right? It just it's worn out right now. He's got to he's got to reword that a little different. Yeah, yeah. But how do we get there though? If if they want, I mean, are, are we going to see them win gold and go in revolution and defending or the bucks got to find a way to get off a big bill and start. No, no. As soon as I heard that, I said, here's what's going to happen. Sting and Darby are going to beat uh, dipshit bill and Starks. Okay. <laughs> and then yeah. no dipshit bill. And then buck bucks win at, at revolution, right? Sting's going to salute on his way out the door I think that's an easy way to get the belts on the Bucks. Okay, that sets up so many feuds for the Bucks. Um, you know, Big Bill and Starks. Hey, I never got a rematch clause. Uh, FTR. Uh, going the Hardys. On. Private party. Private parties. Private one party. of them. Top flight. Top flight. Uh, you know. Uh, Gates Agni or whatever the without Brian Cage. I like those guys. Workhorsemen. There's there, the tag team division is is good in AEW. It's deep. There's just not a lot of guys at the top. Okay. Yeah. You get the Bucks and FTR and kind of out of there. And there's some there's some talent down there, but they're just not over right now. Um, hopefully the Bucks can develop that, being the mm-hmm. part of their EVP role, but. Yep. Yeah, e- easy way to get the the belts on the Bucks um, is somehow get Darby and, and Distinct to, to win those in the next week or two. Let hold them for two three weeks, and then and then drop them for Evolution. Yep, yep. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Something yeah. else I really liked was the main event: Hook challenging Samoa Joe for an AEW World Title. And in my opinion, AEW just made another star in Hook. This was something special. Yeah. Now they can't drop the ball though. Correct. Correct. They 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 uh they got lightning in a bottle. Okay. Yep. 
but we got to continue. You got to, you don't necessarily need to protect, you need to protect him, but it's just got to be in the right scenarios. The kid can take an L down the road, but it's got to be in the right scenario. Yeah. You know, we got to remember he's what, 22, 23 years old, right? He's pretty young. I mean, he's the future, but, but going back to the match, one of the, one of the things there towards the end, um, when he was getting pretty beat up, the Taz stood up, took this headset off. Like, like I'm I'm the commentator, and Taz does a really good job of calling it down the middle, right? Mm-hmm. He does mm-hmm. a damn good job. But when it got when it got serious, he took his headset off and he he went to dad mode. Yep. Like I thought that was just even even more of a better uh, uh, what do you call it? Little uh, cherry on top of the story than we were yep. already mm-hmm. getting. You know. Yep. Punk or uh, Punk, Jesus. Hook took some serious bumps in that. Oh, that one yeah. on the announce table. Oh my yeah. God. And then uh, the apron. Oh. And uh, yeah. just kept on going. Um, love, love the match. Love. Uh, at first, I'm thinking, man, this is kind of a random throw to, but they worked well together. And, I, and I'm guessing backstage, it was one of those things where. Joe probably handpicked this. I have a feeling Joe had a lot to do with this. Um, and I think I brought this up before. I wonder if Taz and Joe ever worked together. I don't recall, but they could have. I, I mean, I know Taz Taz went to ECW or Taz went to TNA, but I'm pretty sure he never worked there. It was just an announcer role. I think he just, yeah, commentator. I think he got hurt in, in WWE and then went to the commentary role and then and never left. Yep. So. Yeah, you know there there there's a chance though that you know the where the age was that Joe could have worked with both of them, but I don't. Yeah, like said and you don't think he ever did. Majin said Joe did for Hook what Flair did for Sting. That's a good one. I yeah. I feel like this match was close to. If you guys remember, it was a Monday Night Raw early two thousands. Undertaker against Jeff Hardy in a ladder match. And Undertaker ended up winning, but Jeff Hardy just wouldn't go down to the fact where after the match, Undertaker got back in the ring, raised Jeff's arm, and then Jeff just passed out. Yeah, I kind of thought that this was pretty similar to that. Yeah. If if Joe could use his world title reign to build stars, mm-hmm. like he did, where where Hook, Hook took the L, but obviously mm-hmm. did not hurt him, it elevated him. If he, he didn't could, tap out. If he can continue to do that, then Joe can have a pretty uh, meaningful yeah. uh, title run. Yeah. Yeah. Hook didn't tap out. He didn't get get a, take a pen fall. He passed out, which, you know, there's no no embarrassment to do that against Samoa Joe. And he kicked out at the Muscle Buster at one, which I saw a lot of people online bitch about that. I thought it was great because all he had to do was listen to the crowd. The pop got out of the crowd. That's what it was for. Yep. Yep, and then he obviously he took another muscle buster, and it was it was done. Yep, because yep, after the match, Hook got up and said, "Is that all you got?" Joe came in, kicked him in the nuts, muscle buster, and then Hangman came down to the ring. Swerve was at ringside, and then Joe looks on to presumably his two next challengers. And, and I noticed Hangman reached out to Hook like, "I'll help you." And yep. Hook Hook wanted none, none of it. Rolled out of the ring on my own. Leave me alone. Yep. Yep. I, I could I could really get behind, and I know Hook and and uh, Jungle Boy were kind of there together for a minute, right? And Danhausen and Danhausen, Dan but I could I could really get behind Hook being 
like, look, I'm a loner, guys. I'm a recluse. I love to eat my chips and pizza, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I eat chips and pizza, too, but I don't have a six-pack like Hook. Uh, it's it's weird. It's weird. But I, I could get behind him being that recluse. I don't need anybody's help. I'm not going to tag with anybody. I'm going to do everything on my own type of character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be really good. Yep. I thought uh, Hook came out of this a bigger star than he went in, and that was the objective, and I thought it was really good dynamite. Friday night we got Rampage, yeah. of course the hour hour show. Uh, anything else you want to say, Paul? Sorry, Paul, we got you. Okay, okay. I thought you wanted to say something there. Um, we opened no. up Rampage. Jericho gets Matt Seidel, and actually, for as much flack and grief I'm giving, I've been giving Jericho these days. I thought this was a pretty good match. I thought this was a pretty good opener. Two different styles, Seidel, yes. Seidel. Um, still kind of the high flyer, um, quick, old, old high flyer, I'll call him. Well, I mean, how old is he now? Look that up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to look that up. And He's, Hook's 24, by the way, Shep. I did look that up. 24. Okay. Sidell's got to be close to 40. He is 40, right on the dot. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's still way younger than Jericho is. <laughs> well, Jericho's 53. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and uh, no Taz yep. uh, yeah. Samoa Joe matches. No Taz Samoa Joe, which if you think about it, back in the day, I mean, Taz was what, the suplex machine? Mm-hmm. And and the style that Joe worked in the early TNA days, those those guys, I mean. That's, that would have been fun. That would have been great. Um, but yeah, I, I thought – and I want to. I don't want to harp on Jericho and, and make it sound like screw Jericho. But I thought Seidel worked to Jericho's level, but still looked quick. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do wish Jericho would de- just take a break for a while. And, and I'm not just saying that just because of the allegations out there. It's just his stories aren't doing anything for me right now. I think if he could go away for a while. Come back a little refresh, it would help, but I don't think they're going to do it. No, I, I agree with you. I don't think he's got any good storylines. You know, he's still fighting with the Don Callis family. Right. What he, what he needs to do, take a break, get rested up, get in – I'm going to say get in shape. I, I, he's in shape, but you know what I mean. A couple times he, sh- he showed up ripped on, on, on television. You know, have him come back at all in, all out. You know, take take five months off, um, and then make one last run. So, but it sure looks like we're gonna probably get him and Takeshka one on one again. Revolution because Takeshka came out after this match, blindside Jericho on the ramp, and uh, officials ran down, separate him. But then Takeshka took a shot and took out CD Christopher Daniels. Yeah, that was that was kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Bullshit. But, but, of course, I think Jericho and Takeshi are one and one. Takeshi beating an AEW, Jericho beating over in Japan. So Correct. this is kind of a rubber match. Correct. Um, I'm not going to give you my pick picks for Revolution because I don't want to, um, yeah. you know, say that I gave you help and when you lose the belt to me. Um, but uh, I will tell I you. to say the word. Yeah, I will tell you the winner of Jericho and Takeshina will not be Jericho or Takeshina. 
think th- think about that. Mm. So All there's, right. There's my pick. All right. All right. Uh, we got Daddy Magic on commentary again on Rampage. The guy yes. on the mic. Yes. G- get rid of Jericho all the time and just put him there. 100%. No kidding. No kidding. Yes. Saw Penta get a win over uh, Anthony Henry. Uh, I kind of fast forward to that match. I'm not going to lie. Did Did anybody see the uh, pictures that came out of uh, Penta's daughter? making the save on him. Like he was down in Mexico and this is, a, I saw this or this week. So this has been a couple weeks ago, but you know, Pinto always has that the way his mask is, it's easy to rip off. Well, his daughter, his mask got ripped off. His daughter ran into the ring dressed like him and made the save. Like, and I mean, she's probably in her, a late teenager or, or early twenties, the way she looked and she was had a mask on. And, but I'm like, could you imagine a guy like Pinta? Working with his daughter in AEW, I mean that's that's awesome. That'd be yeah, cool. I mean That'd he's cool. he's an unbelievable talent. I've been a Penta fan for a while. You know mm-hmm. he he had that run in TNA as world champion over there, and I I think he could he could hold some individual gold in AEW. We're getting he against Hangman this Wednesday. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, Hangman, speaking of Hangman, TA. speaking of Hangman, Mal just said Joe versus Hangman TA versus Swerve. I think that's the direction we're going. I think so. Yep. Yep. So Penta gets the win there. Um, backstage, we saw Ruby Soho and Sarai yelling at each other. Renee sees what happens, asks what's going on. Ruby then grabs Harley Cameron, asks her why uh, she keeps seeing her passing. Uh, Cameron said it was all Anna Jay's fault. And Ruby believes her, and Renee's just like, can't believe what Sarai is mixing up here between them all. So I don't know. Look, there was someone out there that went, man, why couldn't Ruby do that to me? I'm just Prob- saying. Yeah, no, there's probably probably a few people that said that, Paul. And, and Harley kind of looked like she was enjoying it a little more than she should have been. Yeah, yeah. teach their own. We're going to keep it PG tonight, Paul. Yeah, oh. well... Yeah, well, as you've dropped f bomb numerous times. Well, that's because I was fired up. I haven't made any sexual into windows. Come on, that is true. Not Yet. directly. Yet. No. Six point nine. <laughs> we we saw Statlander get a win um, over uh, Queen Emanata. I believe is how you pronounce her name. Boy, did you, hath- did you see Emanata's the uh, buckle or what do you what do you call that the hip? Buckle bomb that she did on Statlander. Uh, what, what's the official mm-hmm. uh, term on that one? I'm looking at. It's uh, not. It's not buckle bomb. It's. It says a hip attack in the corner. The notes say hip attack. Yeah. It was solid. Yeah. And and, and Queen Empanada. Am I saying that right? Like Empanada, like Empanada, like the the. Empanada. 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 There's no P in there, huh? I don't know. Nope. No. Yeah. I'm a fat white guy from the Midwest. I can't speak, but um, I've seen her twice. She works for or has worked for Warrior Wrestling mm. when I got to go watch her in South Bend. And actually, her and Sky Blue have worked. I've seen them work together there. Um, and I see she's working more for ROH and AEW. She's very, very athletic, very, very talented. So, um, like to like to see her more on TV. So I thought this was a really good match. 
in right after the match, backstage Renee's catching up with Statlander and Stokely Hathaway. Willow Nightingale comes running in and explains she wanted to be at ringside, but her flight was canceled by someone. Statlander said they'll get everything figured out. Hmm. Stokely. Stokely. You raggedy bitch. Raggedy bitch. Say exactly. Exactly. Steffi likes your empanadas comment there. I love empanadas. <laughs> Who doesn't love empanadas? I don't think those would go good with your woo energy, though. <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, the best steak in America. I don't care. You you go to the best steakhouse in America and have it cooked by the forty-seven. Hold on, a sixty-nine star Michelin chef <laughs> would not go good with that son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh my! I I literally, I mean, I drink fast, and I just drank this whole Yeti, just trying to get this shit out of my the, the flavor gone. And, and I got a feeling it wouldn't matter what flavor you got. No, it, it, and, here, and here, and this is this is typical energy drink. It's there's there's no sugar in it, right? Which I get. It's trying to be healthy, but it has that medicine flavor, like that yeah. imitation Cough therapy. Yeah, stuff. That, that imitation sweetener to try to make it tastes better than what it really is and again i'm not an energy drinker i don't i don't drink energy drinks at all and uh i mean literally i i literally bought that just for this review and it's because of trick flair um so you know well that was good content for us i'm glad you did yes yes My, watch for the shorts on youtube and actually, hundred yeah, percent. And and like I said, I I will. I'm gonna give the others to Paul because he's an energy guy. But like, obviously, this can this can. If you look, if you look behind me. I have a bunch of member being in this room, and the, and it has no monetary value. This is all sentimental value, right? <laughs> it's a bunch of dumb shit. My wife hates me for it. So obviously, gonna have <laughs> <Me an> em- <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna have. Uh, empty can of woo energy uh on the walls at some point like i'm keeping this one so i think you need to get the nwa title up in the background somewhere uh it's it's yeah. it's in the other room right now um i've looked at some cases to put it in i've looked to hang it on the wall like like uh, like if you look at yeah, they make like a, they make like a belt type yeah thing. they make yeah. a belt holder if you look like yeah. dax he's got a well, i don't know the wall so mm-hmm. this is the uh, sprint car room yeah i don't know if anybody knows what sprint cars are but this is a sprint car room behind me so over here we got some other shit and other shit and, you know i'm working on it hey you should do me a favor and see who's winning the ball game behind you i'd be real curious yeah. uh actually got it was 27 all right by the way it's a golf commercial now did you see the damn amateur win that golf tournament today Tim? i did first first one says 91 that's pretty impressive oh, holy shit i kid shot 60 yesterday He's twenty years old. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? I love the. I know this is a professional wrestling podcast, but we're going to talk golf for like thirty seconds. The <laughs> best. The best comment yesterday was Justin Thomas, who a grizzled pro. I would call him at this point in town. Yeah. Just says what's on his mind. He's like, "Look, playing my ass off. I didn't expect this guy to come out and shoot sixty. What the hell? It was. Happens. It was great. Great content. All right, game's back on. Hold on. Yes. I just Chiefs want to score 27, Bills 24. Uh, Bills just just threw an incomplete pass in the end zone. Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, hopefully that one, changes by the end of this podcast. 155 to go. 
All right, we let's talk. So let's talk some wrestling. What, what are we, yes, yes, we're in the main we, event. No, 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 real quick, real quick. You got me on uh, football, and and I saw something uh, that I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on. Okay, so it, this is on a news website. It says Reba McIntyre, Usher, and Post Malone oh, are I've slated to perform at San Francisco 49ers and Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, it was a local think station. It's a big thing? Yeah, it was a local station on the East Coast, and some guy screenshotted it. Barstool got a hold of it. A couple other sports websites got a hold of it. Look, I think the officiating in the NFL is awful. But I, worse. I I don't. And look, guys, we watched a pre. We're talking about a predetermined sport every Sunday night. Correct. But. I'm telling you, right? He missed a field goal. They missed. They missed it. Yeah, but Bills just missed a field goal. Um, I want to. I want to. I want to hold on to what n- natural sports we have, and yeah. he wasn't even fucking close. <laughs> PG ship. PG. Uh, we're, we're law past I, that part. Well, I, I can see the reflection in my screen, and then I turned around like he was. <laughs> you you got to be. You, you got That's going to be a short. That was classic. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Fucking wow. Taylor Swift. Uh, it's not even that. I'm anyways, as a Bronco fan. The Chiefs make my life a living hell. So it just. I I, I really fan. hope. I in all the conspiracy theories we yeah. live in nowadays, I really hope that that's just a bunch of bullshit. And it's there's no behind the scenes dollars and 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 all that. So. <laughs> you know what? Whenever you know, you know what I put yeet right up there with. Because anytime you say yeet, you cannot smile. Like Tanner say yeet, yeet. And see so you smile. <laughs> see, he's you trying know what not I, to. Yeah, but you know what else? You when you say when you smile, sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> like yeet, yeet and 69 are right there like either one every time you say it, it makes your day a little bit better <sighs> right yep all right yep. And oh my god oh mama wayne in them leather pants <laughs> like the die come back as a leotard <laughs> i keep waiting for him to combine them all and just go i'm gonna yeet mama wayne's pants and then fill in Whoa. the blank well, I yeet, yeet means to never throw mind. away. Never mind, I can't say. I can't say. Yeet that. means to throw. Okay. Oh, you yeet something, you throw it. Oh, we are live on X, <laughs> YouTube, and Facebook. Just a just a reminder. You can you can. All right, I'm gonna take a five second break because I'm empty. So all right. you guys start we'll talking. We start talking yeah, about we'll, wrestling again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we are made of made of in a rampage. Darby Allen, Jeff Hardy, second time we've seen this match. So a lot of yeah. people like to compare Darby to Jeff from Jeff's younger days. I actually enjoyed this match, Paul. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. I agree. Um, I wasn't expecting to sit back and enjoy this as much as I did because no, again, I, I Jeff, wasn't either. Jeff's getting older. I figured, all right, what yep. are we gonna do? He struggles to hit spots sometimes, yep. but man. He delivered, Darby delivered. Mm-hmm. This is what I like to see. And of course, 
Jeff couldn't have put on this type of match without somebody like Darby, in my opinion. Correct. 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 <laughs> Getting uh, trying to get Majin's attempt attention with the sixty nine talk. Um, <laughs> Shep, what'd you think of Darby and Jeff? Uh, Paul and I thought it exceeded our expectations because I wasn't really looking forward to it because we've seen it once, and I thought they both did pretty well. It was it was a good match. They they had their spots. Um, the uh, the the chair spot on the ramp was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thought uh, mm-hmm. that chair exploded. Yeah, poor chair. But the thing that stood out to me at the most was the end of the match, where I think we're going to get a little bit of a heel turn uh, out of Jeff. Yes, and uh, mm-hmm. Jeff and Matt both, I think. Yeah. So. I can't remember. It's been a long, long time ago, back in Connecticut days when we got a heel Hardy Boys, right? Almost, almost when the Hardy Boys split. I know we got them in TNA, but that was the Broken Jeff and and brother, brother Nero, Nero, mm-hmm. and and Willow and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see a little heel turn out of them guys. A little anger, a little beat, build up, you know. All the all the all the years that they put into this business and this is the way they're treated. Yeah, I can I can see that. They like to complain on social media how they're constantly on rampage, and I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, right right now on on social media, all they Matt cares about is his daily cold plunge and um, his Hanging wife with his kids. But but his wife's just on vacation. That's what he said. Plan vacation. Everything's good. That's what he says. Yeah, but she uh she did post a TikTok of her rearranging Matt's belts, and they were actually going into a case, not into a trash bag, like I figured it would be. Well, who knows? The one TikTok, and I think I sent this guy's to you. She said, "This is the last time you're going to do me dirty," and she was putting on a freaking Edge shirt. Mm. Yeah, which oh, yeah. goes and then... back to the Edge Lita days. Yep. Yep. I don't know if Paul froze there. No, he didn't. A little he bit. Didn't. Oh, he's, 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 moving. Yeah. he's moving. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I like it. A different different turn for the Hardys. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. So, good episode of Rampage. And uh, speaking of Jeff Hardy, we're getting him against Swerve on Dynamite this week. So, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. That'll be a, that'll be a real good test to see where, where Jeff's at. Um. Jeff used to be able to move a lot like Swerve. Right. So we'll see if he can keep up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to Dynamite. Dynamite's freaking stacked already. Yes, uh, it is. But but Thanks. that'll be that'll be a good test for Matt or for Jeff. Sorry. Well, all colliders got together to watch Collision on Saturday, and we started out with John Moxley against Shane Taylor. This was a pretty hard-hitting match. I was looking forward to this match when they announced it um, just because Man. of the sheer size of Shane Taylor. But the, His shorts are humongous. But the yeah. but he's so athletic. Yes. So athletic for a big guy. And what I know – was he – he was an offensive lineman in the NFL, right? I think so. Yeah. So, you know he's obviously good with his hands if he's an offensive lineman in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was a good – match um you know those two ain't gonna hold back on each other 
you know, mm-hmm. Moxley's going to give you the green light. Taylor's going to say whatever you want to do, Mox. I'm in. I thought it was. I thought it was a great way to open the show. I liked how the match ended. Shane Taylor didn't tap, didn't take a penny, mm-hmm. passed out, and he looked at his protege, Lee Moriarty, pointing at him, pretty much telling him, "This is how you go out. You don't tap out." So, I thought that great was way good. to end it. And after the match, Moxley takes the mic, says, "Everyone, hear this. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off beyond belief. I'm hungry." Hungry beyond belief, he said he isn't taking any crap and issued a challenge for a teammate or colleague to keep the hell up. Teammate, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he talking to Wheeler? Is he talking to Claudio? Is he talking to Brian? Yeah. I like it. I like I, I want to see Mox do a a selfish singles run in, in 2024. Yeah, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. And I, I think it'll be towards the Continental Belt over anything else. Mm-hmm. The uh, Continental Crown, I guess we're calling it. Sure. Yeah. It's a yeah. belt. If you yeah. wear it around your waist, it's a belt. It's not a crown. Yep. Yep. We got a Cope open for the third straight week. Um, Dante Martin accepted the challenge. So uh, this is his collision debut. And uh, different styles, totally different styles here, but I thought they worked well together. I thought it was a fun match. And at the end, uh, Dante's going for, um, I don't even know what he was going for, what movie he's going for off the top row, but uh, Adam met him in, in midair with a spear for the one, two, three. And then he got on the phone. Oh, the phone. Jesus. On the microphone. Microphone. See, that's where I was getting, getting to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, were, you yeah. were half-assed, right? Yeah, half-assed, right? I'll take it for a Sunday night at 947. Um he gets on the microphone with Tony Schiavone and said, you know, he's loving that these kids are stepping up and this is hard and he thought it was going to be. Um, but he takes some shots at Christian Cage. So uh, love the direction they're going. We're going to get that rubber match at, at Revolution. Um, I just don't know what the stipulation is going to be. And like Shep said, uh, Suzuki versus Copeland on Wednesday night. Fun stuff. There's only one stipulation that can be because. T-L-C. No, no. And here's why this one. No, I, I know where you're going with that because of the nostalgia of it. But Edge or Edge, Adam Copeland is going to want one match where it's one on one. The only way to do that cage match. You you keep you keep everybody out, and it's just hey, face it, we're going to do a cage match, just me and you. I was all about that, and I even think I said that on the last week or the week before this pod until they announced a cage match for next week's collision. Would they do a cage match next week and then follow it up with another cage match of Revolution? Well, Tanner, we're six weeks out. Okay, you're gonna I be five, you're gonna be five weeks out then. I know, and you're gonna do a six man tag or six man tag cage. So it, it, it can work. elimination style. Yeah, yeah, it, elimin- yeah. So you're you're you're. Two totally different things. So yeah, it, it definitely it definitely could work. Okay. Uh-huh. And I know we don't do a lot of cage matches on AW, right. you know, and, and we don't want to uh, wear it out. But no, absolutely could work. It's it's the only way you could end their feud and say it's got to be one on one. Yeah. And unless unless all of a sudden AEW comes out with hell in a cell and call it complete cage or some shit like that. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're yeah. right. 
Right. It's got to be stipulation, though, right? And, and if not, then we know Killswitch is going to get involved, and maybe he finally turns. Man. Let's do. Let's do this. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, and and this this could work because he's a pompous asshole. Christian versus Adam in a cage stipulation. Christian wins. Adam leaves AEW. Adam wins. Kill switch leaves AEW. Like Christian puts him up on the like. Look, I ain't gonna leave. But I'll bet on this guy right here. If I lose, yeah. this guy has to leave. And I'd be okay with that. But but not 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 just because I don't like the character, just because Christian is a pompous asshole. Right. And and he could be like, look, all right, your career versus my kill switch kill switch's career, and I'll fight. Right. Yeah. Right. And then that then that that could help with kill switch's turn then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he comes he back. Leaving the company. Yeah. No. Well, there's room for him in other places, like, like Mexico. There's no more Lucha Underground, though. I don't, I don't care. That's where he did his best. Okay, go to Canada. There, there's got to be promotions up in Canada that could really use a big guy that dresses like help a us Help us up, Majin. Help us out there. Yeah. Yeah, what, what what Canadian promotion can use a big guy that dresses like a dinosaur? That has his MDA or doctor or whatever the fuck he's got. Or do we have him leave, drop the Luchasaurus kill switch gimmick altogether? Come back as a librarian. Have him come back as <laughs> more of himself. Honestly, speaking of Adam, side note, did anyone see him in that Percy Jackson show? I have not yet. But I know it's out. There. I knew he was in there. I haven't watched it yet, but yep. I knew he was in there. Yep. All right. Can I be the asshole here? Who the hell's Percy Jackson? <laughs> Disney. Oh. It's not like an animated. It's actual. No, oh. it it's real yeah. life. Yeah. I think he plays the God of War in that one. Yeah, something like that. But well, you know what you know what they call me in that show. <laughs> the God of Mama Wayne. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he just wants to be in the game, everybody. The Yeet. wing game. Yeet. Um, we I, saw Thunder. Never mind. We saw Thunder Rosa's first singles action since August 2022. Took on Queen Aminata. Um, and uh, or did I fast? No. Where's my notes here? Um, yeah, here we go. So uh, Thunder gets the win, of course. Uh, hits the uh, uh, Tawana bomb for the win. So nothing ever happened after the match. Um, nothing there, but good to see Thunder back on TV and in action. We saw her in a tag match, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but singles action is always better. Yeah. It is. It is. Yep. Um, well, she was dealing with a really bad back injury, right? Yeah, almost ended mm-hmm. her career. So yeah, great to see her back. I I think she's got to be right in the mix in that women's division. Yeah, yep. So Bullet Club Gold come out celebrate their ROH six man championships, and uh, they claim Daddy S came out. Bowen suggested they form a super group. Bowen said the fans want to see Daddy S win singles gold. They want to see the uh, uh, they want to see the acclaimed and the guns win tag team gold. They want to see Jay White become world champion. 
says the Bang Bang Gang has to answer the fans right now. The fans give a resounding yes, and they scissor in the form. They form the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Yeah, the guns and the scissors. That was weird, but you know. <laughs> but hey, the Bang Bang Scissor Gang is a thing. And they're gonna sell a lot of t-shirts. They're going to sell a shit ton of t-shirts. Yes. But I think I already know where this is going. And maybe you guys will agree. Maybe you'll disagree. Because I think it's going to be a popular group while it lasts. Bullet Club Goals got to turn on these guys before Revolution. We're going to get a unifying match to unify both trios titles. Yeah, we're going to get four weeks of them them playing along. And then they're going to unify these titles. They're going to sell just as much t-shirts as Mark and Nick Mysterio. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Which, Our truth, which, legend. Which, and I don't think that I we don't we don't have rules, right? No, no. So when it comes to wrestler of the week, does it have to be an AEW wrestler? <laughs> We've never stated that. We never stated that. Nope. My, just mine, a wrestler. Just to let you know, mine will be an AEW wrestler. But I thought about it, and. Our truth between what he did on Monday Night Raw and then what he did on Busted Open this week. Oh, I mean, the way I, did you guys listen to it? Yes. I, I did on Busted Open. The yeah. best part was is Bully comes out and says, Truth, I got to ask you something. It's been on my mind for so many years. I, I This is shooting from the heart, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Bully, I'm married. Like, just <laughs> shot him down. It was, it was like, even I mean, Bully and Mark Henry lost their shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, big and, time. And he's doing the interview naked, which was <laughs> hilarious. So, anyways, our oh, truth so almost almost made the Kicking Out podcast, which is following AEW. He almost made Wrestler of the Week because he's oh, that's that saying dude. something. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't. And find it was him. his birthday this week. And it was his birthday. His kid scored a thousand points in college basketball, and he couldn't find Nick Mysterio on Facebook. He thought something was wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and he made a shit ton of money. It was great. Uh, anyway, all right, move on. Majin saying C- CWE is the promotion that could use Kill Switch. All right, we'll send him up he to Masco and Masco Canadian Week Wrestling. Wait, Canadian Week Entertainment or whatever. Sorry, Majin, I just made that up. Probably not even close, but that's probably right. not. What'd you guys think of Daniel Garcia versus Buddy Matthews? I thought this was good. He's grown on me just a little bit. Just a little bit. Didn't it? No, no, don't no, start no, that no, shit, Tanner. Nope. Nope. Uh, a big reason why I like this is I'm a. I think Buddy Matthews is super talented. I think I've said that before. I think he's super talented. Love to see him more on television. So, yeah, yeah. No, no, this was good. A little bit of a storyline here because yeah. they've they've put Garcia with with FTR, obviously Buddy Matthews with with House of Black, and uh, so a little bit of a storyline here. Just not a throw together mm-hmm. match. Appreciated again. Still so. got Daddy Magic on commentary. <laughs> Daddy Magic, yeah. That red leather coat. And Danny gets the roll-up win, and then a big old brawl afterwards. We see the locker room, including Turbo Floyd and, and Magnum. 
your boys came out to try to break it all up. The Outrunners. Yes, they were they were part of the 50 wrestlers or whatever, and uh, big old melee. And then afterwards, Dex said that, uh, you know, this is enough's enough. We're selling this next Saturday. Six-man elimination style cage match. Love it. Love At least it. it's not an over-the-top awesome. rope type of thing. No kidding. No kidding. Especially since the Rumble is next Saturday. So yes. that's why you pull out something like this, because you're competing yep. against the Rumble, and you've got yeah. some people who will probably watch. Oh, that they're, they're going to take a big, they're going to take a huge rating bump. I think, honestly, they get worse ratings when they're against the WWE PLE than even college football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and here's why. Because guys like, like me, I'm probably going to watch the Rumble and DVR mm-hmm. Collision. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's mm-hmm. already now, my plan. It's already set to DVR. Now, obviously, I could watch the Rumble Sunday morning and watch Collision live, but, you know, it's it's hard, right. for, me, it's hard for me because I'm on my phone all the time and I don't want to see all the dirt sheet shit right, on, right. on X. Um, yeah. And, and Tanner would take, probably take, royal it, ruin it for you anyway. Yeah, Tanner, keep my mouth well, shut. well, Tanner's gonna yeah. Tanner's gonna shit his pants when MJF comes down at number twenty five. Nope, I have none. Nope, nope. I gotta come up. I gotta think of something if that happens. What I'll do. Andrade El Idolo. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's good. All right. I was gonna save this for the end of the show, but since we're talking about it, I want Rumble prediction winners from you guys, men's and women's. Women's oh. bait. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead, Paul. Uh, I just had the men's punk. Oh, women's Bailey. I agree with that. I'm um, going women's Becky Lynch. Yeah. So I think we're getting her and Rhea at WrestleMania. I'm going. I'm going men's Rumble. It's between two guys, right? It's got to be two, two, two guys that are going to face off tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I say I say CM Punk. But I, I listened to Busted Open this morning and them jackalopes. I don't even know that Justin Bernard and I'm a dork. Justin Labar and, and Jonathan my, Hood. Yeah, Jonathan, I'm a hood. Jeez. Whatever their names are. They had a, they had a really thing is they said, hey, let's, let's predict the final four. Ooh. And the three, it was Punk, Cody, McIntyre. And then mm-hmm. everybody had a wild card at number four, and there were some wild cards. A couple of them I agreed with, a couple of them I didn't agree with, um, but I do. I think it'll be Punk for the Rumble as well. But it, we'll we'll see with Rollins' injury that could really spice things up. Which we're gonna see. We're gonna see Rollins this Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. Come out and address his injury. Yep. Perfect yep. ten. It, they're it not bringing. It, they're not bringing him back. No. Why not? They just brought Pete Dunn back, even though he's been on TV under a different name for Thank a year God and a half. They did that. About time. Uh, here, here's like, why. Oh, hey, he's no longer Butch anymore. He's back to Pete Dunn. Here, here's why they won't bring Spears back. They brought him back. He he came in the Rumble as a uh, NXT competitor, what five six years ago, mm-hmm. and then he went to 
AW and did did his thing. He's gone now. He's on the Indies. I, I don't see him them bringing him back. He's Cody's buddy. Yeah. You got a better shot of seeing QT Marshall in the freaking oh, good. Yeah. I, the, my last thing I want to say about the Rumble before we get, get back on track here, I'm talking AEW, is I do think it is genius that they put LA Knight in, uh, in the part of the Fatal Four Way and he's not going to be in the Rumble because that's one guy I could see the crowd, if he doesn't, you know, win or do well, they could hijack it for LA Knight. Well, I bet you that match happens before the Rumble. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I just don't think I historically speaking he won't be in the rumble match because of that match. And that's a good way to not have him in the rumble by having him in that match and the crowd can't be mad. Whereas if he's in the rumble doesn't win, they could hijack it potentially. He's that popular. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you have him in the rumble, he comes in and you have a a guy like Punk or McIntyre which you know, kind of on the edge, um, you know, toss him out, and they get a little more heat that way. True. You, you know what? One thing about the Rumble that's always cracked me up is they always make a big deal about whoever starts number one and how long, how long? they can last from number yeah. one. Number two is just as long. So when number two yeah. goes in, number one's the only one in there. It just, that's mm-hmm. what's always made me laugh. Like, And the clock doesn't never... start until both one and exactly. two are in the ring. Exactly. That's, it's always made me chuckle. So who's the number one? I already have a guy. I don't think it's Cody or Punk. So no, no. I I think it's Gunther. Ooh, I like that. Okay. And I think he makes a run. Uh, does Lesnar show up for the Rumble? Yes, because I think he eliminates Gunther. Oh, I hope we get those two at Mania. My God, I think you. Amazing. I think you get those two at Mania. That'd yeah. be amazing. That'd be amazing. So, well, well, uh, two guys we're not getting in the Royal Rumble, Matt Seidel and Roderick Strong. <laughs> they they wow. face each other on collision. Um, and I know Roderick's really annoying with his mic's work at times, but in the ring he can go, and I love his finisher. His finisher's awesome. I don't know what they call it anymore. Um uh, yeah, I don't know what they call his finisher. It's not in my notes there, but he pretty much throws Strong up the finisher. guy, then hits him, hits him with a knee in the back. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and give. I'm gonna give away one of my revolution predictions. He's gonna take that title off Orange. Yeah. Just because they want to give that faction a little momentum. Yes, they want to give him some gold, more gold. Well, they got the ROH tag titles, which, let's be honest, yeah, there's not a lot of momentum there, right? (laughs) There's not a lot of momentum there. So, end of heartache is the finishing moon. End of heartache. Sorry, I was just looking that up and just found it as you said it. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that, but I can also see, I can also see TK just riding orange out until he breaks again. It could be. Could be. Could be. The main event of Collision, very hard-hitting match. Eddie Kingston and Ortiz versus Blackpool Combat Club's Claudio Casanoli and Brian Danielson. Um, Brian and Claudio sick of Eddie. Eddie sick of them. Ortiz, as Claudio said, is just in the way because he's Eddie's friend. What do you guys think of the main event? 
I love he's had a different look. That's all I had on that one. I love the promo beforehand where um, they were backstage and they were talking about Ortiz and the family issues and working them out. And if you look at just Eddie, Eddie was just reacting to everything Ortiz said. And they look, then they put the mic in front of Eddie, and Eddie's like, look, what do you want me to say? This and that, blah, blah, blah. Let's get out of my way. I, I want to go work. I, I thought that was the highlight of the match. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The match itself was a little blah. Yeah. Um, until the finish, or to the only rephrase, just until the end. Um, I figured Ortiz would take the finish here, and he did. Uh, but I love the fact Danielson went up spitting Kingston's face and is basically this shit ain't over. Yep. I don't respect you. I don't respect you. You got lucky. So those two, I have a feeling we're going to get at revolution. Yep. This car is going to be dumb guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I, I don't think, we'll, I don't think we need a stipulation for that match. Um, but I, I feel like the line. I feel like we'll get something. Um, we'll get a submission match or, or something like along those lines. So yep, something yep. that favors Danielson a little bit. Yep, but it's good. I mean, the, just talk about two intense guys. They're gonna bring it. That'll be a fun match. Mm-hmm. I'm out for sure. So, um, all right. Well, uh, who? What was your show of the week? And what rating are you gonna give it? Go for it, Paul. Oh, man, I am torn between Collision and Dynamite this week because both were really good. Uh, Collision gave us half the name for this week's podcast, but I think I am going to go with Dynamite. Rating? Uh, 6-9. No. <laughs> Probably going to shock you guys. 7-8. 7 8 that's right. good. Oh, one, thing one thing we found on Collision, I forgot the report. The rankings are coming back. Yes. Tony's I bringing back it. the rankings. Which I'm all for it. I like it. Mm-hmm. We need the yeah. rankings back. All right. You, you want me to go, Tanner? Sure. I'm also going with Dynamite. I thought the main event um, overpowered any other show we saw this week. In dynamite with with Hook and Joe, um, I'm not as high as Paul because I don't smoke as much weed. <laughs> it's a joke, joke, guys. <laughs> it's a joke, but I'm, I'm, sober. St- <laughs> I'm still up there. Um, I went seven six. I'm going dynamite as well. I went collision last week. A lot of it's just for with what Shep said. I really enjoyed that Hook Joe main event. I really like them. Uh, I don't want to say strapping a rocket the hooks back because we're not sure what they're gonna do with him yet. But he came back. Look, I mean, he he was getting criticism or not criticism. He was getting um, his flowers from Bischoff, Russo, guys that are constantly harping on AEW. Um, so that's they did something right there. Like, so I'm going going with Dynamite. I'm going eight one. I'll be the high guy tonight. I think I sent you guys a text that said hell mm-hmm. froze over and it yes. was Vince Russo just saying this was a great segment. Like they knocked it out of the park and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like bro, because 
you know, Vince Russo always has to say bro because he's a never mind. Now, what did Corny say? I have not seen anything from Jim Cornette and and Brian last on this. Okay, because if they uh, did, then he'll really froze over if, if all three of those. But I also think they they obviously record on Sunday as well. So maybe okay. we'll they 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 watch the whole week, and I think they record on Saturday or Sunday. So okay, maybe we'll get something tomorrow on that. Okay. All right, uh, wrestler of the week. Oh, I want to go last on this one for a very specific reason, so I'm going to let you guys go first. Uh, go ahead, Tanner. I'll, you, you, you're the host all the time, so you never get to go first. I'll let you go. I'm first. the host. I'm the champ. Um, uh, well, it's easy I've kind of I've, I've kind of probably already, I've I've probably already spoiled my hook. Hook. Yeah, it's a pretty good one to go with. Yep. You know, you still going last, Paul? Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just, just Tanner just creeps that belt in the corner. Yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, just look at this. Look at this, guys. Good um, shit, pal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Paul. You did good there. I'm gonna go a little off the off the realm here. And I, I love the match. I'm going Darby on Rampage. Nice. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to throw both of you off by this one because technically my wrestler of the week is no longer an active wrestler. For his ability to sell as if he had no clue what was going on in this match because we all know otherwise has. Okay. We talked about it earlier. Taz's, yeah, Taz's yeah. reactions through that entire match. I mean, everybody's sitting down even after the table breaks. He's standing up. He's hooping and hollering. He's trying to coach him while calling the match. I, I got to go Taz. And, you know, it's funny you did that because there was – I almost picked a commentator this week, but it wasn't Taz. I almost went Nigel. Yeah. That guy's so good. So good right now. I, I almost – I almost went on Tony Storm just because of the way she was on commentary <laughs> in her promo. Yeah. Commentary in AEW is phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. And one thing, you know, I, I've got to give all of the commentators props every week because you go watch Connecticut and they'll ignore certain things. Like if somebody goes bounces their head off the table, they'll kind of just move on from it. You know, they had uh, I think it was Collision. might have been Rampage because Daddy Magic was out there. Something mm-hmm. happened. Oh, it was. It was Rampage because Darby basically got thrown in everybody's lap. And Daddy Magic's talking. Hey, you know, I, I'm flying solo right now. And then all of a sudden you hear Excalibur. He's like, well, I'm trying to get my headset put back together. Darby Allen was basically in my lap. You don't get things like that over in Connecticut right now. And that's right. what makes the commentary in AEW so good. I agree. I agree. Little details go a long way. Yeah, they help sell the story, and when they're interacting as much as they are, it helps it go further. Uh, Yeah, heck of a week for Dynamites. Uh, Tony Khan keeps tweeting big things for 2024. And speaking of that, I got one last question before we wrap this up. We got news that Okada is finishing up his New Japan career. 
end of the month. His contract runs up a day. I don't think a lot of pro wrestler wrestling fans ever thought we'd see. So sounds like he's bound of, I know he's going to do another appearance with TNA, but it sounds like he's bound for one or one or one or two places, AEW or WWE. Where do you guys think Okada ends up and why? I think it's AEW because they'll let him live wherever he wants to live. WWE sounds like he's got to relocate to Florida. Correct. Um, now, does that mean Okada's not a surprise entrance this Saturday? Yes, because his contracts, unless they can work something out, his contract's not done until the end of the month. They don't have that working relationship with New Japan. So Money walks. It Bullshit. does. I would be Bullshit very talks, surprised. But, I'd be very surprised. But uh, that, I think that from what I can read, that's a big thing to him is yep. where he can live. Yep. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't. Yep. I. I mean, I don't know a lot about Okada. Obviously, I've seen a, lo- a lot of his matches, but his personal life. I don't know if he's a family man. Has a, you know has a wife. He family, does have kids. kids. He does so, have kids. Okay, so obviously. You know, hey, if you can come spend two weeks a month in the States, work your work your stuff, then go home for two weeks instead of relocating your whole family to Florida. That's that's gotta that's gotta I mean, with me personally, that's gotta spend some you know, that's that's gotta I gotta intake that. Um, and and I, I'm an American and I speak Spanish and I couldn't imagine relocating two kids in a and a wife and a dog to Florida. So, Steffi says she wants Okada Omega again. I think we all three can agree to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got to get Omega healthy, healthy man. Yeah, Ho- he yeah. might have a long recovery. Yeah, ho- hopefully he had that surgery by now. I know he had diverticulitis, right? That's what mm-hmm. Brock had. Mm-hmm. Brock had that. Him. Yeah, Brock had that in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's so, no joke. That stuff's yeah. nasty. No, yeah. I think he will sign with AEW as well. I think it's the working relationship with Tony Khan. The trust is there. Um, he could still do some stuff with New Japan if he wanted. And then I just think Tony's going to throw a stupid m- bunch of money at him. Not that WWE couldn't match it or exceed it, but Tony the fan wants Akata. We know how how in high regard Tony holds Akata. So. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know... Okada goes to Connecticut. He's going to be renamed some weird off the wall. <laughs> John AEW. He's still Okada. John 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 the Ninja Diver or something like that. I sent that. I said that. If to you guys. he was in control, yes. But since cousin Paul's in control, I don't think so. I think I think Triple H has his thumb on the even the pro wrestling fan base outside of WWE enough to know. I mean, maybe they mess with his entrance a little bit, but you got to keep Okada Okada. I mean, they changed something in his name. The Ninja Okada. I don't know. It's just a whole new, with Endeavor, it's it's a whole new company anymore. Look look what they did with Kerry Von Air. They called him the Texas Tornado or some shit, right? That was Vince. This is Triple H. I know, but it's... it's Yeah, we got Pete Dunn back with Triple H. I'll give him that. Exactly, exactly. So... You guys love Triple H. You, I just, I, I think he's pushing the right buttons right now. Okay. They changed the name of a fucking Harley race for crying out loud. (laughs) 
They changed their own history. I saw a tweet come out that uh, Roman Reigns, by the end of the weekend, would beat uh, Bruno's record. His second run. His second run. Not Bruno's first run. Okay. All right. So so they're not doing combined. They're just doing second. Okay. Because somebody said that would make him the longest reigning champion in history. And I'm like, he's fourth. Yeah. He'll pass Backlund, and that's why I'm starting to think he's not going to drop at a Rumble or at Mania because he can go through this year and pass Hogan, and I think that's what they want. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have a big old explicit bomb from Shep on the yeah. podcast. It's going to be fun. Mania yeah. fifty. We might. Have, you know what we we should do a we should do a Mania watch live together. Watch along. Ooh. We might have to do that. Hey, we will be recording at eight thirty that night. So yeah. Yeah, are we gonna are we gonna put any cameras on somebody's TV and uh, do it that way? As long as we don't get in trouble for pirate. I don't know. I don't know if we could do that, but we could react with it as we're watching a different screen. But I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look up how we can do that. We should should watch because I know some people will stream it, but you know it's it's muted and then they're doing all the talking. There's nothing from WWE in it. I'll have to do some research. All right, do yeah. do some research. If not, that we can sounds do. fun though. And by the way, what, what's wrong? Stephanie doesn't like Hogan. How do you like Hogan? I'm I'm not. I, I like what he did for the business. I liked him growing up, but I don't care for the guy anymore. He's racist. <laughs> He's racist. He just saved somebody in a car wreck. He did, and good for him. I'm glad he saved the 70 year old girl. But because he wear, got wear an NWO shirt. Yeah, he's something. He's, he's, I don't know. And he's just got off his rocker, in my opinion, on all those podcasts he was on this past year, saying stuff that are just, just not historically correct. Yeah. Well, that's because yeah, Uncle person, Vinny. Like, I agree with that. I don't like him as a person. As a performer, I can't. Yeah. The Hogan character was fine. Hogan, the person. Terry Belay is, is not the greatest. Yeah, he kind of is. I love, that didn't work the... for him, brother. I love the best part of him is uh, he passed up on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, for for a thermos yeah. for the Hogan yeah. thermos. Yeah. So so his his marketing team comes to him and says, "Hey, look, let's do this." He's like, "Nah, I don't want that." It goes to George Foreman. Can you imagine how many how much money that cost him? Oh, George and George yeah. sold it for a stupid amount of money. Oh, I mean, did. Mm-hmm. I, growing up as a kid, my parents had a George. Did you guys have a George Foreman grill? Yeah, I still think I have one. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. I just, uh, I think we got rid of it a couple years ago because it everything stuck to it. No matter you could soak it in spray, and it still <laughs> stuck. Yeah, he sold he sold it in 1999 for 138 million. Yeah, that was in 99. George Foreman did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good because George Foreman had like 14 kids he had to support, but uh, they're all named George. Yeah, George one, George two, George three, literally, mm-hmm. George six point nine. <laughs> See, Any way to fit that in there? Yeah, you guys all laugh. That's that's what makes that's what makes it worth good. it. It's all good. It's, it's all easier good. that way. You just go George, and everybody Yo. comes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, I know Tanner wants to wrap this shit up, but we're not. We're not. I'm not done. I'm not done. Uh oh. <laughs> so I I want a prediction. I want a prediction. Saturday night, who wins the rumble? 
women's Becky Lynch and Saturday men's CM Punk. Punk and Bailey. I, I guess we already talked about Bailey, yeah. Um, I'm going Bailey. All right. I'm going Bailey and Cody Rhodes. All right. I think I think they I, I don't I don't think they can fuck it up even this way even more. It's it's gotta be we're gonna play the story out. It's Bailey and Cody. So if Cody does not win the rumble Saturday night, should we just be prepared for a rant from Shep on Sunday? It's time to sweat a little bit. I mean, he can still get through a chamber, but yeah, it, I don't. I don't think. I know, I know the chamber's big this year because it's down in Australia, right? Uh-huh. Trying to make it a big deal of it. Australia's paying them hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh-huh. I don't think that match puts over a superstar. It hasn't in the past. It hasn't done anything for me because I'm looking at Rumble and then I'm. Right into mania. To me, the chamber is a a way to get buys. Right mm-hmm. back in the day, it was a way to get people, way to get buys to get you to get a little cash flow to go into mania. So I'm not, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the chamber. Never have been. Isn't uh, the Rumble the last ple in the U.S. before mania? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. It's the reason I would say Cody is I don't want to I don't want to dick with Cody in that in that chamber I don't want I don't want to deal with it. You need to build the feud now. Now whether we have Cody uh, and Jey Uso doing a tag team match with the with the Bloodline or something like that, fine. That that's fine. It just builds mania, but. Yeet. Yeet. Yeah, Steffi brings up the last time a pay-per-view was down in Australia. It was the infamous Undertaker, Kane, Shawn Michaels, Triple H match, which was horrific. Michaels comes out of retirement for it. Kane's mask falls off, and it was just absolutely awful. Well, that was, wasn't that the one that Michaels was in the turnbuckle going, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, and he's has a bald head. It's yeah. just awful. He's like, just what terrible. am I doing here? Yeah. Just terrible. Was that was that in Australia or was that down in Dubai? Or, I think that was no, that was Australia one. Was it okay? Mm-hmm. Yep. Majin going a little iron cheek down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Good well, stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I got nothing speaking else. Of, speaking oh. of good stuff, you can buy a uh, ten or three nineteen good stuff pal T-shirt wow. on uh, kickingoutshop.com. So go check out the Kicking Out Shop uh, merch store. Buy yourself some merch. Support a great podcast and look great doing so. What else could you oh, got for us, Paul? Yeah, I'll just I'll just finish it at this at this point. Jeez. All right, thanks, guys. You were supposed to pop in with something about merch. You know, somebody could have said merch freak or something. Eh, anyway, buy merch, marks. There you go. There, there you go. go. Majin's little saying right there. Let's get let's be get sure little, to uh, hey, follow hey, the Mama Mama Wayne merch. Can we get some Mama Wayne merch? Uh, Tell me what to put. I'll, I'll get it made. <laughs> Never mind. 
I won't say that out loud. That's bad. That's bad. Keep keep Read going. your text, Shep. Keep, keep Read keep your going. text, Shep. <laughs> I'll just say that much. Oh, there's the music. Let's go. Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star review because we are five-star KOP. Be sure to follow your predictions champion, Tanner Lee, at Tanner Lee 92 Follow Austin Shepard at TheShep27. Follow myself at Paul Zartman 921 And with that, for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us again next Sunday as we kick out yet another podcast.